What's going on with the Burning Tree community? We're back with another episode of a Burning Tree conversation. I'm Killer. To my left is BTC Visuals, as always. Um, and today, you know what I mean? We, we have a legendary guest today, for sure, to our standard. Absolutely. Absolutely. Got a re He's a recording artist, renowned songwriter. He's probably produced or had his hands on, you know, a few of your favorite records, for sure. Remedy, what's going on, man? What's up with it, man? <laughs> I'm chilling. How we doing? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Yeah, thank you for Hell pulling yeah. up, bro. Hell yeah. You know, it's crazy. Like, we, I've probably listened to a lot of the songs you've produced it, literally if i should have pulled up some screenshots on my apple music bro i got Fact. some some retarded play amounts on oh, the songs that you produced by Lil bean and shit oh hell yeah for sure bro like yeah. crazy we'll, we'll get to that but uh but yeah thank you for joining us bro but yeah let's just let's get right into it like so let's talk about the backstory uh you're from the city right yep san francisco okay hell yeah born and raised uh you know i would say like the typical street kid story sure uh you know going through shit this and that and this and that uh playing sports focused way i was hella like focused on sports early what you play you football uh i played football basketball i played a little bit of everything to be real uh the rec center in our area and we just they just had us playing every sport like right. volleyball all kind of shit you well, know? guys out there and shit so we was just doing shit as at young ages being active so but took it seriously probably football and basketball sure yeah yeah but what'd you play in football? I'm curious. Uh, I used to play tight end or fullback or like D end every now and then and yeah, shit yeah. like that. And yeah. we were talking yesterday with uh, with B uh, Bijan, yeah, from uh, from Fairfield about football. All for a good amount of the podcast yesterday, so I had to ask. Yeah, yeah sports sports great people for sure. Yeah, man, sure. man, I think I think a lot of people turn to music and shit is probably after their sports dreams kind of dwindle out. You know? Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. We be hearing that all the time on this podcast. Like everybody's got like their own like story about their, you know what I mean, their journey. I'm trying to yeah. figure out where that comes from because it is like you're right. Like it's hella athletes. You know what I mean, the athletes that maybe didn't make it to the. I compare it to like, uh, it's part of like just the discipline of sports that it take to really be good at that sport and really coming back every day, even when you're terrible at it. Yeah, you know, and then we kind of use music to amp us up in that moment so we naturally gonna fall in love with music it's like naturally tied together almost yeah. like it's like you'll see the athletes they're really into like even the famous famous athletes it's like music is it's almost like the yeah you, there's been arguments about that all the time it's like the famous athletes want to be rappers the rappers, rappers want to be athletes exactly yeah. You know? yeah. so yeah go both ways like, yeah, hell yeah. Plays for sure. I mean, how was it uh just a little bit more on the city too like how was it growing up out there was there a, was it a you know, a little grimy, a little greasy. Was it Was it cool? Was it kind of... It kind of depend on how you was moving, you know? Uh, some people get in bad situations and shit like that, but I think if you move with integrity, move as yourself, most people respect you, you know? Right, right. Um, and you're going to come across, you know, a little bully here and there or sure. somebody test you or some shit like that. Or if you just a popular person and they know you from somewhere... You might get tested then, but other than I think it's it's cool growing up in San Francisco. To me, it was fun back then. It might be a little bit more dangerous sure. now. I think back then it was more it was dangerous, but it was more like people knew what they was going for. People knew who they was going for. Nowadays, it's like everybody, everybody get it. It don't fucking <laughs> right. matter, right? And I, I figured I'd ask. I mean, it's, we have a lot of different backgrounds that come in here and. Me and this guy, we don't know too much outside of the the SJ suburb, so it's kind of like <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd be learning from shooting, man, like yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, like within right. the last four years, like that's how that's how I learned about all these other cities and totally. like tell me how like the culture of each one and how people move and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's 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 hella different. Each city, you know what I mean? Each city has their own has their own ways of moving and their own ways of, of talking and all that type of vernacular. Stuff. For sure, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So I mean, let's jump into the music a little bit. So like regarding music. I have two little paths I want to go on. You could decide which one we go on first, mm -hmm. based on your answer. Like, what did you start with, making beats or being an artist? Making so, beats. Making beats. Okay. Yeah, that was first. So then, I mean, as far as making beats goes, like, uh, what got you started doing that? Did, did you have anybody that, uh, you know, maybe led the way for you, or you know? uh, sort of? So my older brother and them, they was already rapping and shit when I was like growing up and playing sports before I was even fucking with music okay, yeah but okay. i always took a liking to it so i used to hang around the studios and shit like that and then my dad um had a girlfriend at the time and her kids was like my age or around my age and they already was making beats and already on fruity loops and shit so me seeing that it kind of like made me be like more into it for sure right for sure yeah, yeah i mean it's always like everyone has a different 
like random way of having getting into making beats. You feel me? Unless sure. you had like a musical background. Yeah. Like nah. it's always kind of random. You know I didn't mean? know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. Me I keep it real. When I first started, bro, I was terrible. I didn't know keys. I didn't know nothing like at all. I didn't know about sales. I didn't know mixing. I didn't know volumes. And my shit was sounding crazy. But, but you've been doing this shit for a minute though. So like what like when when did you when was this when you first started because i'm I'm assuming you know back then there probably wasn't as much like you know you couldn't go on youtube and like learn so all i started shit. trying to make beats probably like at 17 okay okay and then like seriously making beats i when i consider myself like a full-blown probably like producer probably was like 19 20 okay, okay. and that it took that much time to learn for real like right. like i said coming back to it every day even when you terrible going on youtube and searching how to do this and what's this effect and why this sound like this and what is this and what key is this and you know just indulging in it a right. lot like really trying to figure it out because at first it's hard to even gain that amount of confidence to even want to let somebody know you're doing it you man, know what I mean? at the man. beginning it's like you're you're really like with the videos okay you got some stuff to work with you get the shots right i mean at least you could put together a mediocre video from week one of you doing right, it. Right, it's right. like with the beats, it's like you don't even you gotta really learn something to really get even the shit in line yeah, correctly. You I, I, mean? like, I, I always say this, like whenever like I'm watching like a like you or like someone that like you know is like working with either, you know, uh FL Studio, whatever whatever it might logic, be, you know, logic, yeah, all these ones like I, I'm working on, you know, premiere i'm working on final cut something where you actually have like a visual represent like you gotta you get what i mean like you already working see what on you're it. working with a little bit you got the clips now it's all what you do with it yeah it's a lot more, it's kind of more from scratch it's, it's a lot more right? visual it's a lot more easy for me to just flow with it like whenever mm -hmm. i see that shit i i bro, i'd be confused when i see the audio software i'm gonna keep like, it real i shot videos and directed videos for a long time too and that shit is not easy i hear you, I hear you. it's the same thing it's like it's definitely like a <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say it's like the same thing just a little different because it ain't music right. and it's visual but it's essentially the same thing bro there's so many ins and outs of premiere i use premiere pro there's so many ins and outs of that shit bro like that shit to really get in depth even when it comes to shooting videos like learning how to shoot properly the frame rates the shutter speeds and all of that shit right. is serious like you gotta want to learn to do yeah, it that shit deep too that shit ain't it ain't just like you can pick yeah. up and go yeah no hell no nah, that mean, shit takes even time. learning like yeah. the, uh, the spacing of your shots we, we were just talking about this with i think bay shiro or someone else but it's like everything all the small little uh things you gotta the nuances of shooting videos like you're balancing your shots your symmetry oh uh, yeah it's like way more than just little, you know what i mean it's more than settings for sure man yeah, you gotta have your sure. lighting you gotta compose it right all that for sure yeah yeah didn't mean so. to potentially talk down video oh, no, but I, to <laughs> I hear you i hear you yeah, no, i shot some videos back in the day i shot the drop it to the clap video oh, okay. how was that wild oakland. wild wild <laughs> oakland shit. we was just having fun back Live. then i was like hell yeah turned up turned up back then man. and what made you want to get into shooting like really I, so my whole career is, is kind of like based on it, it started off being like more of a server than like the guy if that makes sense because like i wanted to make money off of it and all that type of shit but i really didn't care for being famous okay. that's why i started off making beats but what happens is so boom i'm making beats and i'm begging people to get on the beats nobody know who i am so nobody get on beats mm -hmm. So then, boom, it turns into making it for my homies and them. They fall off from rapping. Then I start making beats for myself. You feel me? Because, right. like, all right, nobody else rapping on it. Why not try to rap on it? Right. Boom, it started working out for me. So now I'm like, uh, time go by. Uh, the only people that was out shooting videos was Colin Tilly, which is, like, one of the biggest directors out now in general. Uh, back then, it was Colin Tilly, Ayers Jerome, and Chris Simmons, Ayers Jerome, little cousin. So, in my mind, I thought, I'm a rapper. I want videos. I used to watch their videos. I'm like, I want my videos to be hella tight like that, too. Yeah. But nobody was affordable at that time. You know, $500,000 back then, which was, like, probably, like, 2010 or something that shit was a lot or like 1500 for a video like you know especially trying to be consistent and it's like, like a lot less accessible that's why the price points are different exactly hell yeah then it, it was only like the the early canon 7d or 5d like the early Max. early shit so like that shit was high pricing out of our range at that moment so that's what made me look into cameras and look into videos and shit to be more of a servant like i'm saying like you feel me so hell it got yeah. to a point where i was like all right I rap, I make beats, but I need videos. And everybody around me that rap need videos too. Let me learn how to shoot and edit videos. Mm -hmm. And begin to serve them, which essentially put me in more artist face. 
was essentially to help me get my beats to more artists and continue to continue. So, I mean, you're basically describing, I mean, I, I like to hear that. You're basically describing like any need that was there. Why not? I exactly. learned how to, how to that do literally it. was, that's my whole career to this day. Right. It's like, that's fine. all right, people need this. I'm finna go be what they need. Yeah, totally. Not it, and that come out of just naturally being a helpful person, but also like understanding business. You know, when there's a necessity, there's a place to make money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it sets yourself apart too. It's almost For like sure. you're a one stop shop. Realistically, mm -hmm. you're a reliable person. Like they already know they could come come to you for the beats. Did you ever dabble in like graphics and shit too? Yep. Cover uh, art. Yeah, okay. I tried it. I I tried it all. I tried it all. Like. I don't, I mean, people probably wasn't paying attention, but back in the days when I used to be on like tour with SOB and all of them, I was making my own little flyers and shit back right. then. And uh, I ended up linking with uh, B Giggs, BJ Cooper. Big shout, shout out. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah, yeah, that's my guy. Like, I got with him real early. That's another thing, too. Get with people. When you see something in them, get with them early. Don't nice. wait till everybody else jump on the train. Get with them early, bro, because once they go, they gone. Yeah, you feel hell me? Yeah. So. I got with BJ Cooper early and just from dealing with him, he was like sending me his templates and shit that he was already doing graphics for bigger shit too. And I was just learning from what he was doing, yeah, yeah. going on YouTube, figuring other shit out and making it my own styles and right, shit like totally. that. Right. BJ, I'm not going to lie. Like when I, I, I probably started doing videos like four or five years ago, something mm, like that. Yeah. And he was one of the people that like I would always, I would always watch the SOB videos. You feel me? Because I was his like huge and so clean. So crispy, so clean. He and a clean just shooter. He, he a clean did a shooter. lot of the SOB videos. A lot, that's, that's a lot. Where I remember almost from. all of them. Yeah, like he he a clean, like clean, clean. When I say clean shots, he's clean, bro. I right. don't know what he do. I don't know his vision is like different. Just Every single clean time, shot. yeah. Every single time, yeah. I definitely recognize the name just just off B gigs like that. That instantly signaled me to like some sob videos. Hell yeah, with the logo and everything, yeah, it's just yeah. iconic. It's iconic yeah. at this point. Yeah, hell yeah. So I mean, so you've had your hands in a lot of different roles, wore a lot of hats, basically. You could say, you yep. know what I mean? Yeah. That's I mean, that's kind of like the role I would say I, I play here, like with, all, with yeah. our company too. Like I do all the graphics, I do all the the merch designing and shit, the beats. That, that's kind of like the the same kind of you know mindset i have with it so i'm real interested to hear from you with that like how much you think that's affected your ability to to grow as a person because a lot of people they sit in one role and you know if they dominate at it they go up but it's like have you almost felt like you've had to do that or is it kind of just more in an interest is it more like out of necessity interest interest, interest but that go both ways because then Although I'm good at this and I might be building here, I want to learn this and do this, and it kind of slows this down. You spread, get what I'm saying? Spread yourself yeah, out thin a yeah, little bit, yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's kind of like a it's a plus, but it's a negative too, because you can be good at everything but not really great somewhere. Right, right, right. Like jack, of all, jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> Huh. Yeah. Right. Exactly. yeah, but I think I, I mean, put, but, but still, still, yeah, yeah. I put, I think I put the most effort into um, being a producer, though. Like, so if I was to say anything I've mastered, it probably was mastering producing. Got you. Okay. 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 Oh, hell yeah. I mean, I like to hear that. So then, as far as like when you started making music, like how far into your production career were you once you started recording making songs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like second year. Oh, okay. So pretty okay, quick. Okay. It was quick. Gotcha. Um. And long story short, another shout out, DJJ12. He's the first person to ever think about hearing a Remedy song. For some reason, I don't know how he found it, but he was fucking with me early. And DJJ12 was running around with Prices and them, throwing, DJing all of their parties, which essentially turned into the Yikin movement. Gotcha. My music in, in the mix of the Yikin movement essentially made Remedy. Right, okay. It was like the beginning of Remedy. The whole twerk little era, era was like the beginning. Right, the twerk yeah, chair? Yeah. yeah. The twerk right. chair. Oh, we got to talk about that, too. Like, yeah. we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to the, the whole marketing yes, sir, side yes, of sir. <laughs> I mean, your brand and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so, I mean, you might have mentioned a few already, but just to double back, like, did you have anyone in specific that, that maybe pushed you as a producer or pushed you as an artist in specific? Like, any people that you, that you maybe want to, you know, show love to or maybe shed some light on a certain situation that really taught you a lot regarding any of these certain uh, lanes? It was a little later in my career, but Roach Giggs, like running around with him. Legend. Every, like that whole experience, I was on tour with them, shooting videos with him, making beats for him, rapping with him. So it's like, I learned a lot from being around him. Right, right. I mean, that, that's for a sure. crazy tap in right there. That's other like, than that, it was just, uh, it was other producers and shit around the Bay that was raw. Like, 
essentially as a producer and as an artist or whatever you want to call it people don't like to admit it because they got ego pride issues motherfuckers be jealous of other people's talent so me hearing something i'd be like damn that's hard that's hard as fuck like i wish i made something like that you feel me so it make me go back into my bag and get a little deeper in my bag and figure out some way to be great about it greater or great just as great as whatever is going on at that time so all of the june on the beats and uh royce on the beat from from that was doing all d-law and them shit early d-law and them shit like Young Kurt, it, it's so many of them, bro. It's so many people that was like producing and shit, going crazy right. on the beats back in the days. Trackademics, uh, uh, tracks a million, all of them. Like I was a fan, bro. But at the same time, I'm like, damn, I want to be that good, right? So I say all the producers that was going on at the time definitely pushed me forward yeah, for a sure. lot. I mean, it's, it's different times too, because I feel like the more we get into the future, the more that people don't want to admit when they draw inspiration from somewhere else. For sure. Yeah, you know I mean, like for it's sure. almost like they have like a weird, like you said, like an ego issue or pride issue regarding like, okay, where they got this sound from. Like they they always want to be like the starter of something. They right. yeah. There's no paying paying homage to nobody. There's no, I don't know, but there still is. But it it seems like every day we drift into the future it's like going yeah. farther and farther away from that respect for sure right right for collaboration sure. but definitely good to hear i mean it's that's, that's love for sure everybody want to feel like they did it on their own yeah. right <laughs> right for sure when it's like i mean it, it's hard nobody to be original did nobody did it on their own nobody yeah, hell nobody no we were just saying that last night too it, it's all there's it's hard to throw the the word original around nowadays everything's right. drawn from something you know what I mean? yeah like, i mean you can still be original but like you said, you you were influenced by something, or you you did look up to something, Absolutely. which essentially pushed you to be greater. Right. So although you are original, there's other things that was going on around you that influenced you a little right. bit. For yeah, sure. no, for surely. And then uh, just before we get off, like the specifics, like the backstory of the producing, like did you you already said you don't have a musical background at all, huh? Nah. Like it's just straight, just from from yeah. the straight trying shit, yeah. and fucking up trial, trial and error. error. That was my, that's a big big part of my life story too. Trial and error, keep trying and keep fucking up until you get it right. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, there's some hope for me then. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, it's no. hope for everybody. As long as you, if you outwork people, you gonna you'll fuck around and get a shot before the person that's talented that ain't working hard. Right. Facts. So, I mean, that that kind of ties into my next part too. So, I mean, you obviously have like a you know pretty lengthy resume as far as like your production credits go and stuff yeah like i mean okay e40 young thug jay stalin draco to name a few yeah of course yeah. like getting in those situations i mean of course they're all kind of different and they vary and how they happen and whatnot but what would you say is like a good like the main main trait that got you into the rooms with certain people got you rubbing elbows with certain people got you in connection with certain people that- being an individual okay um, understanding who I am and what I got to offer and just using my quote unquote negatives to my advantage. A lot of people think of like a wheelchair or being paralyzed as like a negative thing in life, which it is. It's, 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 it's a curse for sure. But um, instead of dwelling on it, I use it. So, for instance, if I go in a room and E40 in a room, right, and he don't know me from a can of paint, it's easy to remember like, Oh, you was the dude. You was the dude in a wheelchair that that rode up on me and said something sure, to me. Yeah. Like you feel me? Instead of just being like everybody else who's just walking around the regular and right. normal shit, yeah. it's easy to point out the wheelchair. That's why I start branding it. That's why you know it's something that it's easy to tie to and remember. Right, right. And you had so you had like the legendary. I think you might have had it on a on a. Yeah. <laughs> There, yeah, you still got it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Legendary. And that turned into like wheel ones, right? Yeah. C Lee was chopping it up with us about this a little bit. Like, yeah, facts. How big has it been? Like, as far as branding, was your, did it almost like inspire some kind of a branding um, storm for you? Like, regarding that? Like, did you? At first, it was just a natural thing. Um, I, torque chair happened because back in the days, I was at the parties getting lap dances. I was just known as right. a nigga in a wheelchair that was dancing with all the girls. So, yeah, yeah. That's then a symbol come out of that, you know, right, right. and that's that was just natural. But later on, when I met Celia, it started becoming more of a branded thing, which turned into Will Ones, which was like Celia basically was like instead of being so ratchet and so like street based, let's make it like a general statement to where 
people who ain't living that type of lifestyle can still support or still feel comfortable being a part of it. Right. Which is Will ones. A little more family friendly. Yeah. Like basically. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. No, that's, that's dope. Yeah. He was, he was telling us about how you guys been tied in. Uh, and that kind of leads me to this too. Like how big has it been, you know, having, I'm, I'm sure you've had somewhat of a, a core group of people around you, a yeah. core team around you this whole time. Uh, I hope, I wish. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's why being a jack of all trades happened because I didn't have those people. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's. You need those people. I, I think I would be so much bigger if I would have team built earlier in my life. That's sure. Okay. See, that that's kind of been where me and him have been at. We, we've been lucky to have each other throughout this whole process, but I'm, I'm interested to hear, like, how do you, like, as you're building your own brand, as you're building your own notoriety, so to speak, like, and, and popularity, like. How does that process go? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that want to know that are trying to build their own brands. You know, like like how how does that process work? Have you been in any bad situations with with people that uh you know you're trying to tie in with, trying to trying to rock with, trying to work with? I wouldn't game? say bad situations. It'd be more so you know, motherfucker just don't respect the brand yet, right? So they might not respond or they might not fuck with you like that yet, and that's cool. You know, that's a part of the game. <laughs> I think you need to focus more on who's fucking with you instead of the ones that you try to get to fuck with you. Right. A lot of people want what they don't have. Right. So like a mistake I made early was when I put out twerk cheer, as soon after twerk cheer happened, I instantly turned in like was trying to turn into like a rapper rapper that was rapping about shit. When really I should have just stayed focused on the people that was fucking with me instead of thinking like, oh, I want these other fans too, so I can have this fan and this fan fucking with me. I should have just focused and kind of dialed in and then begin to build slowly but surely after that. Right. But I think a lot of people, branding-wise, we try to focus on everybody. Something that's for everybody is for nobody. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. totally. Not because sure. it's no way, it's no way that I should have a brand that's like directed at us in here, right? Our our age group, our type of people, and then directed at an old man somewhere. Yeah. You feel me? It don't it don't correlate. It don't make sense. Gotta you gotta focus to... on you gotta focus on what you got going on and who's supporting you and that one group of people. That's who is going to introduce you to the old man. You get what I'm saying? Right, right. Not for sure. And a lot of people just be so everywhere that you know where. Right. Not hundred percent. I mean, and then going off that too, because um, I like to always get back to the, like the teaching moments that we could give to like the younger dudes, like, yeah. like as far as like proving yourself, because I feel like what's tough, it was kind of tough for me too in the, in the early, early stages, like being able to build the confidence to get in a room with somebody and, and, and have even the opportunity to prove yourself. Like, like what, did you have anything that maybe you dealt with early on that, that taught you that, I don't know if it's like, you want to call it a gift of gab or just being able to. You know what I mean? Sell yourself to somebody like it. Like, is that a uh, is that a skill? Maybe you garnered at, at any point throughout this. I don't. I wouldn't say so. To be honest, I'm really self conscious about my own shit. Like, gotcha. even when it comes to beats, I don't think my beats be that tight. But when I get in the rooms with people and I play my beats, they like them. Right. So it's like a weird. It's like a weird thing. Like even like for instance with the Draco shit or, or like E40 and them type shit. I feel like they can go get. Beats from people that's way better than me. That's how we're always gonna think. Yeah, for but sure. Yeah. They they like whatever it is I'm doing. You feel me? And it's basically like stay an individual. This nigga Bean calling me. It's like <laughs> staying a stay an individual. You know? Do I have is it like about selling myself? One thing I pride myself on selling myself with too is building people. So instead of just going after the big guy that's already known, I see potential in somebody that ain't that known and build with them right. to where I can use that as like a token when I go in a room with somebody else. Right. Like all this whole, this whole, this dude's whole fucking discography it's is me. produced by me. Like, and it's, so you now you know who I am. Right. Totally. Instead of me coming to you, like asking you, like, uh, do me this favor and get on this song for me. Nah, right. I already am somebody, you somebody. So now we on an equal playing field and we, instead of me using you, we kind of can use each other. Right. It'd be a mutual thing, you know? hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's, that should be the goal for most producers, ideally, because it's like it's it, it's tough in those early days when you're. It's like you're not even in this shit for money at this point. You're just trying to get someone to hop on your shit, someone reputable to hop on your shit. It's it's for a lot of producers, it kind of gets uh, to be like a confidence killer a little bit until you until you reach that point. You know what I mean? Like it's it, hard. It is it's it's hard. Tough at first. It's hard. It's a lot of uh, disappointment, stress, and right, and you know. 
It's gonna be a lot of downtime, but you gotta keep going. That's yeah. the only way you're gonna be something. For sure. You gotta, you gotta really believe in you and be like, I'm on that. I'm finna do this. I'm finna be this type of person, whatever it is you wanna be, and go do it. And off top for sure. So you just said Bean was calling you. So, so what's the relationship between you, Lil Bean, Zay Bang? Is we that all like from a- the same hood. Okay, okay. Got you. Okay. Um, so we essentially grew up more like family than anything else. Like me and Lil Bean, our my dad was like his dad, big homie. So it's like we all we like been like close since we was basically nothing. Uh, yeah. I'm a little bit older than him. So like he even him would tell he'll tell you like he used to be good at basketball, but like his first time going to basketball gyms and shit around the city was with me. Okay. I used to oh, like yeah. Come with me. Yeah. Come with me to the gym. He was like hell little. I was like probably like a few years older, just gonna go hoop randomly and all that type of shit. Right. So like that's our relationship. Uh Zay Bang, his older brother is more closer to my age, still a little younger than me, but I was fucking with his older brother hella tough. Mm-hmm. So by the time, um by the time Zay got a little older, you know, it's it's like a same love. Like his brother passed, but like we um I, I, I held that same love for him. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, yeah, that's kind of how that go. So, it was beyond music then? Yeah. It, 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 was, it was always beyond music. We have real experiences before music and, like, even after music. Like, you know, like, say, for instance, if something was to go wrong between us or something like that, musically, we all made an agreement, like, to never let it get in our way personally. Hell because yeah. if I go to – we all share – Call the same people auntie and uncle and shit. So if I go to this picnic, they gonna be there. You yeah, know what I mean? Like right. we we all fuck with each other on our own personal time. So you smoke? it's deeper than music. Nah, I don't smoke. But yeah, that's basically though. We all from the same hood. Yeah, I mean you have like I mean crazy. Like I was saying earlier, I think we got uh, investments. That that's one of the the newer ones. There's so many that I got like in a certain playlist that I'd be slapping like a motherfucker. Yeah. And I really, when I hear it, it's like okay. I can almost tell that you guys were, were tapped in prior just because of how much work it was. It had to be yeah. some kind of like right. for real, for real lock in. And so, even with that, that's more like a that's a prove yourself story. So being I don't know if I ever told this story. So being came like when being first like started rapping, um, we kind of was separated for a minute because I moved out the hood out of San Francisco in general. Gotcha. Um so what well, we all followed each other on Twitter and all that type of shit. So I was watching him from afar. So then he put out a song. Boom. As soon as he put out a song, I'm like, come fuck with me. I, you know, I'm hard yes, remedy. So I'm like, come fuck with me. Da, 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 da. So he didn't like start making music with you or that? Nah, he already was on his own. He uh, okay. was just trying his own shit, doing his own thing. Yeah. I kind of like what I heard. So basically I was like, come on, come, come to the crib, come record with me. Da, da, da. So boom, this like his first song ever, mind you. We I I make him come to me to this J uh J Styling concert that I was opening up with. Okay, okay. And I brought him out on stage. He didn't even know it. I just had him play his song and tried to give him a mic. He froze up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he froze up bad. I got videos in my phone there. He froze up, bro. He couldn't even he didn't even rap it. So you didn't even tell him beforehand. Nope. I there just was no said, like this was mind you, like I told you though, this is his first, first yeah. song yeah. that he put out ever. I don't know if it's his first song ever, but the first song that he ever decided to put out, I heard it instantly on Twitter because he posted a link. So I told him come to me with the show to the show, and I put the song on. He was nervous. <laughs> and he froze on me. So, um, one of my rules is if I know you personally, I have to see in some way that you as serious about music like I am for me to really give you my effort or put some into you. You yeah. know. So when he froze, I kind of shied away. Just as, you know, just see what he's gonna do. See what he's gonna do. I'm like, he ain't ready. He ain't ready. Boom. So he goes back to the studio, back making his own music. He put out a tape. Tape fire. He don't got it on 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 iTunes no more. But his original fans know that tape. Trey okay. Dudes Blood Brothers. Tape fire. Boom. So now I'm like, oh, he might be ready. Hell yeah. So then That's hard, he but... kept trying to. You know, we kept talking and shit, but mm-hmm. like we was bullshit and then. Uh, and then one day I was just like, come on, come through, da, da, da. and then he just started recording. He started. He first I told him to come a couple of days. He came, and then after that he started just coming. Like 
I will wake up to him outside in front of my house. Like, <laughs> what's up, Rim? Let's make some more. Da, 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 da. So now I'm figuring out, like, okay, you just as serious as I am. Yeah. Let me let me do whatever I can do to help you get to wherever you're trying to go. Was, was it was it instantly like you knew? Okay, like this is my guy, but like now he's now I'm seeing. He something was no, but he was fire already. Okay, that's why I decided to even try to get him to perform at so the you show. You already know it. Yeah, like, I'm like yeah. he raw. Like he already. Talented, he raw as fuck. So it's like you wanted to see him bring it out of himself. Before. Exactly, okay. right? Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's exactly. dope, and, then, and that's what anybody yeah. that actually personally know me. I got blood brothers and shit that rap, but if they're not serious about music, music in my personal life is separate. If you're not serious about this shit, I'm not finna fuck with you like that. Right. right. I mean, that's that's huge too, because I mean, you could probably even I don't know any specific situations I could even say, or would I like just respectfully, but like. I would assume with how accessible it is making music nowadays, how many people want to do it. There's a lot of yes men. You're basically Man. being the opposite of that there. You're, For sure. You're not being a gatekeeper in a bad way, but you're making sure people that you love are going to come into this on some half-ass shit. Hell yeah. It's like you're really trying to- it, And it's really based control. on like, we got to think about it like this, right? I might get somebody I grew up with, right? Say if I get them a real shot and- I'm sitting there, when I say hours into their career, I'm recording them, I'm helping them edit their videos, I'm making the beats. This is like thousands and thousands worth of effort that I'm putting into you. Sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. So for me to do all of that, for you just to show me that you're really not serious about this shit, I don't want to waste my time, right. I don't want to waste my effort, I don't want to waste my ideas. That's, that's the only reason I, I move how I move, you know, because it's a bunch of people that think they really want to do it until they find out it's more work than just going to the studio and making a song. Mm -hmm. And when they, when they find that out, they stop wanting to be a rapper. You right. know what I mean? That's true. So I learned early to stop, don't waste my time with people. Have you uh, have you ever dabbled in like engineering? You be engineering too? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, people record at my house and shit all the time. They used to record, at, like a lot of their early songs was recorded at my house. Gotcha, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. So then I wanted to ask too, just kind of more on a broad spectrum. I mean, we talk about, you know, Lil B and Zay Bang, both go crazy. Shout out to them. Hell yeah. And, and you know, it's more uh, or less specifically, I should say, like regarding like the Bay Area, let's talk the music scene. Like, what do you think is going on around here right now? I, th I know there's a lot of different opinions about it. I don't know. I mean, you look at like in Atlanta, right? You look at a uh, just different areas. I feel like, you know, it, it's not a secret. We're kind of like boxed in a little bit. I mean, where do you think that comes from? Like, what do you think? Uh, just start with that. What do you what do you think of that? Is that accurate? That we are boxed in? Yeah. Like, do you think it's like, maybe I should say more specifically, do you think it's like a self-inflicted boxing or do you think it's like yes. a, Yeah? Okay. Yes. Well, what do you think that stems from? We're terrible. <laughs> Music here is not good, bro. Yeah, yeah. On a broad spectrum, it's just not good. It's not palatable to most people's ears. It's palatable to ours, which is why it's fucking, you know, we fuck with it here, right. but everywhere else don't. Right. Clearly, we need to make a change somewhere and make it more palatable, but- we so stubborn and so stuck in our ways and stuck in the old ways that we still doing the same shit. What do you think? Like, I mean, just on a specific, I mean, as specific as you could get, what do you think? Like, what property of our music is making it that way? Do you think it's like what what the uh, what it's about? Do you think it's like the beat style? Do you think it's like a? It can be multiple things, but I think something that we fail to try is slowing our music down. Mm. We 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 naturally speak faster than most of the America. Like New uh -huh. Yorkers and all of that shit speak slower than us. The only place that speak as fast as us is Miami, and their music are is fast too. You right. get what I'm saying? So we might need to slow ourselves down musically to be more uh, easy on the ear for other people that listen a little slower. Um, and like you said, change of um, topic and subjects. Um, out here is big, you know, the pimp culture and fuck a bitch and all that type of shit. Right. People elsewhere don't don't move like that. Right. They gotta, move like yeah. they move like love my girl. Sure. You know. <laughs> so maybe we need to stop being like, let me get money out the bitch. You feel me? Right. That's how we rap. But they're rapping like, I'm gonna give the bitch the money. Right. 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 Oh, a little God, more oh God. Yeah, and just, you. you know, we stuck in our ways. And I mean, do you think it's, I mean, even that was super specific by me asking that, but like even more generally, do you think it just has to do with how different our shit sounds? Because I mean, okay, you compare music from uh, 
what I say, at, like Atlanta, you got a bunch of different areas that are making similar music to that. Nobody outside of Cali is making music on Cali beats. You feel me? Like, kind of. Uh, I at mean, least, at least from what I've heard. Say, they say the Detroit shit is similar, which is true. Yeah. Which it's is, the closest it's thing. It's true, but I don't know. They sh- Detroit rappers also get on slower beats as well. Sometimes they get on fast beats and shit, but sometimes they slow themselves down. Right. Because uh, like on a specific... I don't know. I'm gonna jump into a rabbit hole for producing, but but I don't know. I, I'm trying to just like crack the code on this, or at least see what everyone else thinks the answer is, because there's no real set answer. It yeah. almost seems like it's. Uh, I think it's a promotional issue too. I feel like everywhere use what they have in their specific regions to their advantage, and I'm gonna give you some examples. Um, Atlanta is full of black people, so they market just to black people. LA is known for socialites and shit. So instead of being street to street in the streets trying to get your name known, nah, just make sure your shit get played in a club with Kylie Jenner in there so she can post you. So she can post herself slapping your song and now you got a hit. You get what I'm saying? In the Bay, what we known for? Technology. Nobody got connections to Twitter or Facebook or none of this shit that's in our backyard that can be promoting us to be the biggest artist out. So like not we, utilizing the whole yeah resources. we don't we don't right. utilize ourselves right yeah, that's a good point everywhere else they got their own little shit that they that they got like even New York it's fashion and and it's other labels and shit out there but a lot of their artists come out with fashion they got flashy like, they flashy yeah. they got the Mary's drip down they can be dead broke but they fresh as fuck right. and that's just what they own it's like every area has like a defining characteristic to them that they all utilize lol Facts. and we're all we're kind of slick. and and out here we just don't utilize it the bay area ain't it ain't known for music it's not a music region it's not a black region. It's not a hood region, for real. On the grand scheme of things, we actually are minorities out here. You get what I'm saying? So we need to take more advantage of what we got in our backyard to help us become whatever it is we're trying to become. And I don't know exactly how to use the technology out here to help us be bigger. It's a million dollar question. Right, right. But if you figure it out, you'll be a rich man because you'll be able to funnel a lot of artists through that. <laughs> we had uh, we had Mir and uh, and Loan on here, both from the city as well. I'm sure you know them. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mir had said that he thinks within the next like five years, the Bay could be a hub similar to like Atlanta. Do you, do you believe in that? Do you see it trending in that direction? Or do you- Only reason I say no, because we don't have the right entrepreneurship here. Mm-hmm. We have entrepreneurship here, but not the right. In Atlanta, it's people... They got just as many managers, just as many label heads as rappers. Right. People out are here, playing we, their roles It's out just there. so many rappers. That's all we got is hella rappers and hella producers. That's it. We don't have a bunch of behind the scenes people like that's willing to, the nigga with the money that's going to give in to the rapper and producer. The nigga that know a little bit about the music industry that's going to help spread the rapper and producer. The nigga at the radio station that work up there that's going to help the rapper and producer. It, it, we don't have the full spectrum of that we need to, for a team. We just entrepreneurs as artists and producers. We need everything else. Right. I mean, when you, I mean, when you visualize it, that's it's too accurate. I mean, if it, does that come from like our area being hyper like egotistical? Like they yeah. don't want to play those background roles. Yeah. You think it's what it comes yeah. from? Ego yeah. is killing us for sure. Yeah, the bay it's crazy. is the bay is full of ego. We all there's so much pride and ego out here, and it ain't even that much money being made off on some music shit for it to be that much pride and ego out here. It's, you know, it's a few people that's making a good living off of this shit, but for the most part, niggas is out here struggling. Struggle rappers, struggle producers. Mm-hmm. People get their money doing other shit. You know what I mean? So it ain't no way you should have that much ego when you're not really making a, a dent in the you culture. You got to get there first. Like exactly. Before we start talking all this right. extra bullshit, like ego. And shit, everybody be like saying that. all the like the work together shit and all of that. People work together, bro. It's just nobody else give a fuck. Right. <laughs> we got to make people give a fuck. We got to find a way to make people give a fuck. We got to find a way to put ourselves in front of people in a proper light. I mean, it's true. Yeah. Always a great topic for real because it's like, what is the answer to that? It's like I said, million dollar question. Um, but I'll uh, be, be so tired of the discussion, bro. And we always get to the same thing. Oh, the radio don't support. Yeah, I'm tired of having a discussion because we always get to blaming everybody else except for ourselves. 
Like, hey, that's facts. I hear you on that. I, I, that I, shit is annoying. Niggas just gotta understand, bro. If people ain't fucking with your shit, you weak. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry. Right. Change it up. Get better, my nigga. Like it's all about accountability, bro. In the Bay, we it, most of these rap rappers is terrible, bro. This shit is bad. The beat slap. We like the beats out here too. That's the whole that's thing. I mean, the, the, in my opinion, I mean, no shade to nobody in specific, but it's like. You look at any, for the most part, I mean, there, there's a handful. I'm not going to say for the most part, but it's like 60-40, I guess I would say. It, it is the beats. I mean, with, with any of the styles, you want to talk the Stockton sound, which isn't the Bay, I know, but I'm talking really just- Nah, yeah, Northern West, Cali, you know, I mean? you know. Like the Stockton sound, whether it's like the LA sound, even if we're going to go to SoCal, like it's, it's they all are carried by the beats almost, I feel like. And there's a handful, there's a handful of, of breads that really, really do it. A crazy job of complimenting that beat and, and making it even, but for the most part, looking at the masses of these artists, it's just carried by the beat. And not even just about lyrics and shit. Like some songs, a great song don't always have great lyrics. Yeah, exactly. You no can make a good compliment. song without being extra deep or extra. You know, niggas just as bad. It's just bad artistry here. To me, I don't. I don't like a lot of the rappers here. To the spe like hella specifically too. It's like yeah, like as far as rapping goes. If you just know how to really compliment the beat, like with your swing, with your with how you're rapping, with how you hit, you know, what I mean, certain pockets of the, of the beat, like it's it's exactly how we said lyrics. I mean, don't really mean shit. There, there's songs that go fucking platinum. The lyrics are bullshit too. It's just right. all about how you really compliment that beat and create a full composition. It's not just shit talking out here. It really For can't sure. be. You're not gonna go far with that. For sure. But anyways, I actually got one. So because yeah. you, you said you you said you're. At this point, I'm sure you're not probably listening to a, like a lot of the rappers from around here. When you're in the car and you're slapping, who are who, who's some shit you're slapping right now? R and B, R and B. Okay, I slap okay. hella R and B, bro. I hear you. A lot of people have been telling us lately. I'm gonna tell you right now. Yeah, yeah. Give it, give it, give us some slaps for show. Gideon, Heather, Headley, Beyonce. I got old Jay Z. I got old Jeezy, Chris Brown, Eric Bellinger, Tink, Ty Dolla Sign, Keisha Cole, Jazzy, Kaylin, for real, for real. Yeah. Yes, sir. Like. I slap R and B, nah, bro. <laughs> if I'm in a gym, I might get into some music, music, which is where the old Jay Z come in, or right. like the Jeezy and all that shit come in. I, when I'm in a gym, I fuck with that type of shit. So I mean, on that same point too. So as a producer, I mean, that's as, as far as you're like what you're making right now. Are you all over the place? Are you kind of like you, you be setting into like certain phases of beats you're making, certain vibes? Like, um, it kind of just depends on the day and how I feel. To be real. Okay. Um, I think me not listening to what's going on right now kind of make me a better producer for for right now because then when people get the beats from me, it sounds different than what's okay, going okay. on. Don't I get me wrong, I dabble and dabble yeah. with what's going on also, but that's not necessarily my goal to make like the popping sound for now. I'm yeah, trying to make probably. what's next. Absolutely. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, that's, that's a better way to think than, than most, for sure, <laughs> as, as you can tell. Yeah. Uh, but going off that, let's get into some of the IG questions. So we had a, a handful of them that some people asked. All right. Uh, 5 a.m. Truly, shout out to him. Oh, that's my dog. He sent me loops all the time. Yes, yeah, sir. Crazy. That's crazy, for sure. Uh, he said, what are your future goals with music? And would you branch out of the West Coast music scene? Fuck yeah. I'm I not like leave it and be like, fuck everybody. Yeah. But I would leave it to expand for sure. Facts. Um, my goals... I really want to build artists. Like placements and shit is cool, but I like building new artists. Like I like being a part of somebody come up and really making a difference in in that career instead of just like, oh, you got this one song and this person already popping, so you just made a song with them type shit. Right. Do you have any certain guys that you're working with that are kind of in that role right now? Like certain certain. Uh, I've been dibbling dabbling with a lot of L.A. So somebody named Teezy. His his Instagram is Teezy Day One K. He hard. He hella hard. Okay. Um, I seen you post it. Like, yep. Yep. Uh, it's just a couple of people. Just random people like that. Like, I can't really think of it off the top of my yeah. head. But, like, it just be random motherfuckers that I just see on the come up or that I that I be on Tizzler Live and see Lee and them. They be people on there rapping that be hard. I be like, oh, that person tight. Let me tap in with them. Yeah. Try to produce something with them or try to put something together. Hell yeah. And that's how that shit work for real. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, this next one is from Wap Get a Chris. Uh, which artist that you've worked with do you think has the most potential? Lil Me. Lil Bean, okay. Yeah, um, he's, he's definitely one that could, I feel like, could touch commercial. Extra marketable, easy on the ear. Um, 
not very problematic. Girls like how they look. It's just kind of like the typical star. Checks yeah. the boxes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, for and sure. his music is. You could go with the Bay beat, or you can go with the fucking Rod Wave beat. Like, right. you know, he can do a little bit of, uh, like, a broad spectrum of... Hell yeah, hella versatile, for sure. Versatile, but still him, if that makes sense. Right, right. Totally. Let, let me say mine. So, I had another, just an extra one. Mm -hmm. um, whether it's your own track or a song you've produced, what's your favorite song that you've had your hands on during your career? A favorite. Whether that's, like, for whatever reason, like, by whatever metric, just what, what favorite one was it? Ah, that's a good ass question. I wish I had the answer. I don't know. If it comes to you, you could shout it out. But yeah, that, that was my uh, my thought provoking question. I like I like. It's crazy because it'd be certain songs I like, like like you said earlier, investments. I, that's one of the songs I used to go back and play a lot. That yeah, right. Like on my own time. I don't always like songs people do to my beats. Like I, being to tell you, it's hella shit. Being that I'd be like, yeah, I ain't, that ain't really for me. But then they come out and it be lit. Right. That's just like um the song on oh my mama, Young T.O. Yeah. I hated that beat. Really? That's why I gave it away. At the time I was like heavy on my rap shit. That's crazy. So then I made the beat. When I knew I wasn't gonna rap on it, I I didn't I was just basically pitching it to people. Um then they sent me the song back. I didn't really like it that much either. Seely heard it early and then he was like, I don't know, this kind of cool. Like, it got his own sound to it. I'm like, nah, I don't know, this week. And then next thing you know, it's the biggest shit in the bay for a minute. Like, yeah. this shit was crazy. That producer mindset will really have you like that. Like, you'll, like, the masses will think this is like your hardest shit ever, but it's like in your head, it's like, all right. But that's why I let, like, even when it comes to artists and shit doing their thing, I let people do their thing instead of just instantly, like, when they sent me that song, I could have hit T.O. Like, nah, bro, this ain't it. Go try right. something else. Let it ride. Nah, let an artist be an artist. Yeah, you yeah. think it's cool, you think it's tight, you like it, put it out. Yeah. <laughs> do what you do with it. Like even when it comes to rapping on a beat, Bean might get on a beat and he put the hook where the verse supposed to be and I just let him do it. I'll be wanting to fix him in my mind or in my heart. I feel like I want to fix him. <laughs> you want to say something? I, I just yeah. let him be an artist and be like, fuck it and do what you, do what you feel. And... People end up liking how he feels. So, shit, it is what it is. Right, not 100%. And then one more question, too. So, in recent times, I had seen you on No Jumper. Yeah. So, so what was the uh, the whole... You had a connection over there? You tapped in with... Like I was just random L.A. Like, just... So, I could have been, went to L.A. as been rappers out there that fuck with me and shit. And I should have been, went to L.A. and started making connections. So, boom, long story short, um, I ended up linking with Guap Dad hella tough. So, then... I started going to LA and being out there with him a lot. So then I ended up meeting AD and OT Genesis with Guap Dad. Mind you, it was a random day. We out having fun and shit, drinking and shit. So we turned, they end up liking me as a person. And I'm, we all drunk, motherfuckers hella drunk. So I, I'm telling them, I'm making them make promises. I'm like, AD nigga, when I come back, when I come back out here, you gotta give me on no jumper with you. Da -da. He said, yeah. yeah, come up to the podcast. It's yeah. good. Da -da -da. So boom, time go by, I DM him. And he like, yeah, come up there. So then I end up coming up there. He instantly threw me on. I was like, fuck. That's cool. Fuck it is lit. But it really just them from me being myself, them seeing a nigga in a wheelchair that's still having fun and making jokes and all that other shit. We play fighting hella shit. I ain't know them niggas from a can of paint. But yes, that's crazy. Right. Just being myself and All it's just vibes. fun. Yeah, hell yeah. Watching that episode, you would never like like obviously you guys were talking about that in the beginning, but like if you had never like if you wouldn't assume you would that, assume you guys known each other. Hell yeah, oh, people God. think that's what I'm saying. People people probably really thought me and him been known. I literally just met that man. He's just like come up here. I went up there to go see, go chill, and then somebody didn't show up on time, so he's like, "Remember you? Come on." Like fuck it. <laughs> whenever, cool right whenever they have someone on the van too, it's always it's always so funny. I remember they had uh uh what's his name? Lou Do Too Much, the comedian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like whenever whenever there's the bicker, you know, about the, the LA versus the LA versus the Bay always come up. For and sure. it's always it's always one of us. It's always there's only one person from the Bay and it's always versus like you know what I mean? Like, I always watch that shit so funny to me. Yeah. But yeah, them dudes them dudes genuine people. Hell but yeah. it, it just like I said, it come from it come from like just being you for one, for two, having some sort of a resume. Mind you, like I said, he ain't know me from Ken of Paints, but if he would have came and followed me and I was quote unquote a nobody, it, it could deter somebody. 
They he follow me. They go look at my page. Oh, he a producer. He produced this and that. Oh, I know these songs. Oh, he got a blue check. Oh, he got this many followers. Oh, he around these other people that I know from the Bay that's popping. So like you know, it's like all the hard work I put in, all the little small steps I've been doing, kind of show up when it's time to you know. Yeah, all the prerequisites handled before you got in a situation like exactly. that. So it worked out. Yeah, exactly. that's cool. And and I think that's. That's how I get in a lot of those rooms. Like how people, like how you saying, like motherfuckers be having a gift of gab or like being a wiggler. I'm, I'm just a person that wiggle. Opportunity in my face, I'm gonna go for a fledge. Like even a guap that shit. Like most people probably would have just sent that nigga some music and kind of went on about their business. Nah, I'm coming to LA. I'm coming to fuck with y'all. Hell yeah. Cause I know, like, and not even like that. I know you, you popping, you lit in LA, so you gonna be around some people. That's some people. So right. I'm gonna come fuck right with move. you, and we fucking with it. And I'm gonna meet this person, meet this person, meet this person, while still working with you and doing what I'm supposed to do with you. I'm gonna be making my own little way around too, for sure. Which is cool. Right. It's hella yeah. crazy though, but because Guap Dad, I was in his first music video ever. Oh, for real? That's this, tight. Like. On some random shit We knew each other From like just Being in the Bay Area parties And shit And he probably DM me And this was when I was doing twerk chair Doing little shows And shit He probably just DM me Like hey bro I'm shooting this video Da-da-da, Come fuck with me And I came Like random, random shit Random And look what he became Like that's that what I mean That was one of my questions too It's like I already knew You were gonna have something Like like something you wouldn't Even expect To be a fire move For yourself And you end up doing it Just off the cuff Type shit And it ends up Turning into some you know what I mean? Connection or and that's how That's how everything is. Everyone's it's just like when story. you see when you see something in somebody, like I always say, go with your first mind. Go fuck with them. Don't wait till everybody fuck with them. Right. For instance, Neff. I knew, I met Neff through June on the Beat. I used to go to June on the Beat house all the time. June fucked with Neff and him tough. This was even before Big Time. So by the time Big Time it came around, I was already locked in with him. We already cool, doing our shit, da da da, and fuck yeah, with yeah. each other. Got each other numbers, talking to each other, all kind of shit. Or and I met Peasy through going to a Neff session, right before Peasy happened. And on B Peasy became on B Peasy, but I'm already locked in with him before. And right. da, 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 like that's how that should be. Being at the right places at the right time, catching people like early, giving yourself opportunities to right. sob. Young yeah. To used to put out songs before Anti and all that shit came out. Um, and I reposted one of them. I liked it. Shout the love, like just, just yeah, yeah. I like it. Post it. Right. Boom. Next thing you know, them niggas called fire. Huh. <laughs> that shit's crazy. I mean, as far as like, you know, any any future shit you got going on, any, anything in specific you want to shed some light on before we before we close this thing out? As of now, nope. Just wiggling and working, man. Trying to get to the next step, man. Yeah, for sure. Doing what I could do. Staying busy. Hell yeah. For sure. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Wave. You know what? And we could do this Sharky's ad too. Should we just wait till? Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we could do it. We can hit it. We can hit it real quick. Yeah, you, so. fo- you, f- you fuck with snacks? Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, that's good. Cause we got a we got a sponsorship. Our, our sponsorship for the pod is uh, Sharky's 408, 2645 Santa Rosa, San Jose, California. We can try out some of these with you if you want. Yeah, we usually just, just crack these things open towards the end. Yeah. Hell yeah. This look like root beer Skittles. Yeah. Or iced some, tea. Some crazy shit. Yeah, that's some crazy shit. It's spicy. It tastes like too. It's smooth. Yeah, those taste like the spicy noodles. Remedy, again, thank you for pulling up, bro. Hell yeah, it's, it's been all a, love. It's been a good conversation. I hope you, uh, to the viewers, you got some gems out of this, some good information. Yes, sir. I'm killer. To my left, as always, BTC Visuals. You're... And that's another Brain Tree conversation. For sure. Yeah. Yes, sir. Boom.